Welcome to Healing Hidden Wounds Radio, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We are glad you are listening today and hope you find words of healing, insight, and restoration. Shadow of His Wings Ministry was founded by Lee and Shay Preston and born out of God's vision for setting captives free. If you would like to support us in the work we do, please visit www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com to donate. Today on Healing Hidden Wounds, Lee is talking with Jonathan Darty, director of Be Broken Ministries. Let's listen in as Lee and Jonathan discuss the ins and outs of recovery from sexual brokenness. week where do you want to what do you want to talk about and and let's just see what we can do to try to bless our listeners okay well you know after a gateway we just had a gateway this last weekend so every time i have a gateway i always come away with some thoughts about things that might need to be looked at and uh this particular weekend uh there seemed to be a lot of discussion about a wife's hurt and so i thought that would be uh important today to talk about a wife's hurt and what she can do to kind of work through some of that pain yeah, now let's, t- I mean, ser- obviously we talk about it in the specific connection. A lot of times it has to do with it being um, maybe highlighted as a result of a husband's pornography use or affair, his sexual brokenness, right. that her hurt rises to the surface maybe in a more pronounced way. But I get the feeling that there's more maybe going on in all of that hurt than just what rises to the surface as only a response to her her husband's sexual brokenness. Sure. Um, I think kind of something that we started seeing as we were doing the Journey to Joy, which is the wives retreat, and we'll talk a little bit about it, but what we started seeing is, is, you know, her husband's brokenness is like a big anchor that's dragging along the bottom of the sea, and as as his brokenness comes more to the surface, it drags up all of her brokenness as well. Mm. And so she's got double, she's almost got a compounded pain now. She has to deal with people who've hurt her in her past because it's in, it's intensified by the man in her life that's supposed to love her the most, but has also just recently probably hurt her the most as well. Yeah, and so kind of expound on that picture because as you're talking about that anchor and all the stuff, I'm thinking, well, okay, yeah, the, the Bible tells us the two shall become one. So in some ways that that's always what's going to happen right whenever either one of our brokenness rises to the surface well we're now one so it's going to have an effect on on our spouse right sure. and so so kind of talk us through what that looks like maybe um as you've heard from wives in the journey to joy as we talk to guys and hear about their stories of their wives Kind of help us see what that looks like when his junk starts rising up. Why is that attached to her? How is that attached to her? What does it tend to strike most in her when all of that is being sort of stirred up? Right. Well, and I think this particular hurt can be one of the most in, intense hurts. You know, yes, as a one flesh union, every husband and wife is going to feel each other's pain. 
And so maybe a wife has an issue with her childhood, maybe some sexual abuse, and she still has to deal with her abuser. Maybe she was abused by her father, and so he feels that pain every time they go to a family gathering. So there is one example of, yeah, one flesh union feeling pain for one another. But actually in this particular situation, you have the person who is in the one flesh is actually the one who's just hurt you the most at that moment. So it's the one you should be able to go for, to for comfort. Now it doesn't feel very trustworthy. So one of the major differences is it's like, okay, if, if my wife and I are, are one flesh and we're going through life and we're journeying together as this one flesh union, whatever may externally happen to us, let's say an illness of on the one or maybe a, a car accident on the, sure. the other. Or maybe even a kid is, is having difficulty or whatever those external type of um stressors or attacks so to speak or just the things that we have to deal with that are painful and and a struggle you're saying that has a whole different kind of flavor to it in terms of each spouse feeling the other's pain and feeling the other's struggle right versus now she's had the one who she has committed her life to, who she says, I do in every way. My heart, soul, mind, and body is all right. handed over to you. And now that's the person who has betrayed her and hurt her in the deepest possible way. Because we, we really see it all the time. Sexual betrayal is really the deepest wound that you can you know, exact on another, on a woman, especially, I mean, it's just sure. a deep, deep wound to be able to take, take that, that act that is, that God created as the consummation of the spiritual union, really the, the union of a man and a woman. When that area is betrayed, it's like this, the deepest possible place you can hurt a woman. Absolutely. It even, it even kind of shakes the one flesh part of this because mm-hmm. it's, now there's been a new flesh introduced to this uh, to this union, and I'm not saying that it breaks that one flesh, but it certainly damages the one flesh. And mm-hmm. so now the person, the wife, is supposed to feel comfort by in her pain, as in other areas in life, has now become the pain causer. And so there's a lot of just fear there, and a lot of betrayal, a lot of mistrust. And so trying to work through that, especially I think it's important for husbands who are listening right now to realize, you know. Because I think I see it a lot as as gateways come to a close. You know, we've got men who've gone through great healing, and so they're excited. Yeah, they're fearful. Yeah, they're not sure what it's going to look like, but they're feeling a lot lighter. And yet there's a wife sitting at home that feels probably a lot heavier because she's not sure what's going to happen next or where the life's going. And so a husband needs to really know that it's her healing also that he has to concentrate on. Yeah, because... You know, she's she's probably heard all the promises before. Sure. Twice. So here, yeah, so here is, you know, there's just this heaviness to her heart. She's been wounded by him. She's got her own wounds that she carries from her past. And she sort of feels adrift. Because like what you're saying, the, the one person in whom she is, she has hoped to be able to connect with and share with and and cry with and really share maybe some of her historical wounds he's the one that's hurt her and so now in some ways she feels like she's kind of flapping in the breeze because well certainly i yeah i've got a history of brokenness but now i've got this new brokenness introduced to me by the one that i should be able to share with where do i go sure 
Who do I talk to? Where do I find comfort? And this is why women in this situation are extremely vulnerable to their own temptations to confide in another man or to seek comfort in someone else. You know what I'm saying? So sure. it, it's just, it sets everybody up for all kinds of vulnerabilities to their, their brokenness and their hurt. Right. And the pain is, is also, I've never seen a wife yet. I mean, sure, there may be varying degrees of it, but I've never met a wife yet that doesn't also say that, wow, there's something wrong with me. And I think that's the pain of this particular hurt is it says to a wife, there's something wrong with me. For him to choose something else, whether it's porn, fantasy, another woman, another man, whomever it is, it's there's something wrong with me. I'm not filling the bill. And so it brings up all of the wife's hurts and insecurities in some way or the other that she begins to say, wow, I'm broken too. There's something wrong with me here. Yeah, and and the thing is, is it's... Isn't that an interesting journey? Because, I mean, you've dealt with enough wives to know that as as they go on this healing journey, there's a there's a part of those um, those thoughts about something's wrong with me that are unfounded. And then there's a part of those thoughts of I have brokenness that are true. Absolutely. And that is so a lot of times those lines just get blurred. And so then then what ends up happening if a if a bad counselor or somebody that just doesn't know how to deal with this comes in and starts trying to sort of stir up her historical brokenness without sort of creating some dividing lines between what's been inflicted upon her by her husband and which has caused some of those unfounded thoughts about her be something being wrong with her. Right. Because that's not what it's about. And then trying to say, but let's look at all of your brokenness from your history. If those if those lines aren't clearly disseminated between the brokenness that she's already carried into her marriage, and that certainly there's going to need to be healing from and work through, sure. and the brokenness that he has dumped on her, I think you can get a really confused wife who sure. just thinks now, well, great, now a counselor's dumping even more pain and shame on my life. Absolutely. And I think not only as a counselor who's worked with them, but, you know, as we, as Shay and I, my wife and I do these journey to joys for women, I think it's interesting that I would even acknowledge that, you know what, it really isn't about her, her brokenness, her past at this point. It's about her pain over what her husband's yeah. brokenness has done. But Unfortunately, she can't do one without the other. As sad as that is, you know, I, I've oftentimes had to tell a wife, you're right, it really has nothing to do with the, with your old boyfriend or your past mm -hmm. or when you felt hurt or when you were a child and felt rejected. But unfortunately, every rejection, every abandonment, every time you felt minimal, then this event that your husband's been involved in, this brokenness, is now dragging all those hurts up, and it's causing this particular hurt, the real one, to feel ten times worse. So we have to deal with the past to how to help you deal with the future as well. And it, and seems, like, and it seems like that's a very delicate balance sure. because, I mean, wives are shattered. Absolutely. Their emotions are, they're a puddle on the floor. And, and, you know, one minute they're a puddle, the next minute they're a rock that is impenetrable. Sure. You know? And so it's just kind of back and forth a lot of times. And, and so how do you, how do you help a wife, um, sort of, first of all, engage the pain and then start to heal when you've got all of this brokenness from every angle kind of 
on your shoulders. Sure. Well, and I want to say, first of all, I want to give uh, a disclaimer here that we're two guys sitting here talking about right. this. <laughs> Because I do have to give uh, Shay, my wife and co-director of our ministry, Shadow of His Wings Ministry, I have to give her a lot of credit. Because as she and I sat down to write some of the curriculum that we use at the Journey to Joy, I had the perfectly male perspective of it. And yet she gave me the softer, gentler female perspective of it. And so it's been great to watch as she's helped me walk through this. Because I think, I think as she said one time, as I was telling her that, you know, this addiction is really not about, you know, the wife or her beauty. It's about his brokenness. She said, yeah, but you'll never get a wife to fully believe that. Yeah, there's a disconnect there because a wife will always on some level it's kind of, think that it's about them and their lack of, and that's why he must have to go do this, lack of beauty, lack of sexual intimacy or what, whatever. Absolutely. And I think sometimes I, one, one parallel that you might use is, is think of the, um, think of divorce, you know, with children involved. Sure. You know, the, the child truly in most cases, I mean, it's not going to have anything to do in all cases is not going to have anything to do with whether or not that couple gets divorced. And that can be communicated clearly. That can be communicated with compassion. That can be, right. it be communicated well to that child. But, you know, there's always an internalization on some level sure, about what's going on there. And so I think it's the same with a wife. Listen, we can say all day that, listen, his sexual addiction, his going to porn, his having these affairs, it's born out of his brokenness. And she goes, she may be nodding her head and going, okay, yeah, I, I get that up between my ears. But, you know, my heart is shattered because he right. chose someone or something over me. And if I could just grab on to something that would help me know that I'm not so bad, mm -hmm. then I'd feel a lot better. That's what we try to do at the Journey to Joy. I mean, I, I want people to hear about the Journey to Joy. We have one coming up June 15th through the 17th. And so I want people to hear, as well as husbands, that this is hopefully something that he'll see, whether it's through Journey to Joy or somewhere else, that his wife needs to be able to recover, not just by information, and that was something else my wife helped me to see is it's wives tend to need less info and more feeling and they need to walk through their pain and they need to, to hear people helping them to process their pain because and that's what the journey to joy is all about is it's a process place a place for them to sit and just grieve you know sometimes it's just about a wife uh, you know we've had many wives who just sometimes sit in some of the praise and worship times and just grieve just cry over the loss of their perception of what a marriage was supposed to be like. You know, we have people who some uh, wives who come sometimes and just need to hear that they're not alone, that other wives have ex had to experience this because sometimes all of this feels very lonely mm -hmm. because everybody else gives the impression that, Hey, as, as one wife put it, everybody gives the impression that they know how to keep their man. Mm-hmm. And and that's, again, there's all of these factors that play into this heaviness that a wife feels. And, and like we were saying, and she feels very alone because, hey, the person that she's committed to, who she said, I do to, in a woman's mind, and, and ladies, you can email me and call me and tell me I'm absolutely wrong on this, but my wife has told me this many times. In a woman's mind, when she says, I do, 
part of what she is saying in that commitment is this is the person my life will be poured into. Absolutely. This is the person who I can, at the end of any day, I can pour into him. I can find stability. I can find comfort. I can find intimacy with this person. Right. And so, like you said, when that's the person that betrays her in the most, you know, grievous way, then she feels like she's on an island. Absolutely. And and that's just, for most women, that's unbearable. Right. To feel like I have no connection, especially to the one that I have, I've, I love more than anyone else on the planet. That's right. And so that's why I think they need a space like Journey to Joy to be able to say, I need to, I need, I need some time and space to be carved out where as a woman, I just get what I need. Right. For healing, for just, because, you know, I think we all need, you know, it's interesting. You were saying a lot of times a woman needs space to just sort of process and just not about all the information and just be able to, to heal. It's interesting because I think about that in terms of even with our gateway workshops. Sure. Everybody comes for information. The guys do it. You know, guys think that way. I come for information. And they right. leave realizing, oh, it's about the heart, you know. Absolutely. And still, I'm not going to equate that the way guys' hearts interact with, you know, healing is the same way that a wife's heart interacts with healing. But that's ultimately where it boils down to. Sure. It absolutely heart. boils down there. But I think it is important for the guys out there listening that, you know, guys... Or never, we will never feel as deeply as our wives do. No, yeah. We just weren't made that way. And that was a gift that God gave wives because he knew their intuition would be important. Mm -hmm. And so I think a guy also has to know, because I've heard so many guys sit in counseling sessions and say, well, I don't understand. I've, I've explained it all. We've gone through it all. Why aren't you better now? And so a wife needs a little more time to handle the deep emotions that come along with such deep pain. And you know, whenever a guy tells me that, I, I just, I sort of sit back and I kind of chuckle because I go, you know what, because my wife and I've had those kind of conversations before. And my wife kind of put me in my place one time. She, when she said, she said, Jonathan, do you think that when you told me once that you loved me, that that's the only time I would need to hear Absolutely. that or know that information. Sure, it works was for like, me, right? It was like ding, 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 light went off. It's kind because of, it's kind of like you know what, and and I think when a wife is wired that way, that says you can never pursue me enough, you can never want me enough, you can never say words of affection and affirmation and love to me enough, guys. I mean, again, wives, you can tell me if I'm wrong here. But can you ever hear your husband authentically, genuinely say to you he loves you too much? Right. <laughs> especially after a deep wound like this one. Oh, yeah. Because especially after this deep wound, a wife is feeling nothing but, I failed, I wasn't enough, I didn't do something right, he doesn't see me attractive, I'm not his all in all, all those things. And so it's really our place then, as well as it should always be, but especially now, because a guy gets so focused on his treatment sometimes and he starts to feel better that it's like, wow, if she quit bringing this up, I'd be pretty much good right now. Mm -hmm. And it's important for him to know, yes, once you start to feel better and you start to get your life into a place of, of, of understanding and knowing what your addiction has done, it's now your turn to go back a few spaces and pick her up and carry her to the next place. And I think it's important for a wife to hear, and I, I hope this blesses the wives out here. I think it's important for a wife to hear that 
her journey is just as important as a man's recovery. I can't tell you how many times it, it, it comes across in such an imbalanced way to a wife. Right. Of saying, oh, here's the man over here. He's the one who betrayed. He's the one who did all these awful things. And, and everybody's rallying around him to get him fixed and get him on the path of recovery. And, and well, the wife is just kind of expected, hey, come on, just sort of get into his in his wake and just really kind of uh, go with the flow with where he's going. Right. And that's like, again, adding more shame to a wife of saying, well, I'm, I'm second fiddle. My pain doesn't matter as much as him getting recovered and getting, getting better. Right. It's like one wife said that you know, I met in counseling after her husband went to a gateway. She said, wow, look at him. Everybody's told him how great he is and what a great husband he is and can be, and he feels less shame. And I'm over here beaten and bloody and bruised by everything that we've gone through in the last five years. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't trying to down, uh, down her husband or degrade him, but what she was saying is, is I feel lonely over here. I don't have anybody. And so that is the purpose of Journey to Joy. And a listener can visit that at www.journeytojoy.org. And that's the place. It's not at all like a gateway. It's a very, it's a very healing time. It's a very gentle time. You know, a woman is allowed to cry. She's also allowed to get angry. Hey, hey we have the full gamut there uh, because it's meant to be a place that nothing feels unsafe. I can say what I've been through and I can say what I feel. One of the ways I would I would maybe describe get visually the difference between the gateway and the journey to joy is the gateway is very much like whitewater rafting. Right. And and guys, I mean, in some ways it's like, hang on, this is going to be an adventure. It's going to be scary at times. There's, I mean, it is fast paced. It is, I mean, because there's so much that a, a guy needs to just kind of just boom, 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 boom in terms right. of what he needs to know for recovery. I would I would describe the journey to joy as almost like a bub bubbling brook. Right. A very smooth, fluid, it's much more of a peaceful. I mean, if you're standing if you're sitting next to a river that you're next to the white water, you know, ra rapids, it's loud, it's noisy, it's crashing, it's I mean, there's all this kind of stuff. If you're sitting in a field next to a bubbling brook, it's calm. It's right. peaceful. It, the pace is different. And right. I, I would say that's kind of a visual to get the distinction. Absolutely. And I, I, I would never say, though, that there's not times where a wife is allowed to get out into the boat sure. a little bit because it certainly feels whitewater rafting occasionally. But there's those peaceful times afterwards that she gets to just rest a little bit. And I think for a husband, I think it's important for him to see just the importance of, of wherever it is that his wife gets some healing. He can't make her go to anything, but he can certainly be there to give what my wife, Shay, calls love offerings. You know, if if she's having a bad day, he needs to know this is part of God's will to teach me how to really love her better. Because when a, when a, when a wife is at you and getting angry and getting upset, it's your teaching ground. It's God's teaching ground to show you, husband, how to love her even through that moment. See, conditional love says, I only love you when you're nice to me. Unconditional love, the love of God says, I love you even when you're yelling at me, even when you tell me how bad I am. That's kind of the process that a wife needs to see is that, hey, there's somewhere here, there's unconditional love for me. Yeah, and it seems like, you know, it's it's interesting to me about how how parallel the journeys really are, right? but how we engage them very, very differently as a man and as a woman. And that's one of the things that I would really encourage the men to be conscious of. 
listen, the way you engage your emotion, husband out there, and the way you engage the spirit of God and the way that you engage, you know, the emotional struggles in your brokenness is going to be through a man's filter in right. terms of how you do that. And and we're going to invite you and, and encourage you and exhort you to tap into your emotional self and learn how to, you know, grieve your own brokenness and, and go through that healing. Absolutely. But in that journey, it's really, really important for you to not think that although you're on parallel tracks of healing with your wife, that she is going to engage all those same things in the same way that you do. Absolutely. And so you need to have a very, uh, if I can put it this way, open mind to how your wife is going to go through this. Because when she's maybe, um, you know, being comforted by the Holy Spirit, it may look very, very different from when how you are comforted by Absolutely. the Holy Spirit. And he's still comforting both of you. He's still healing both of you. But sort of the emotional roller coaster that you're going to go through is going to look very different. Right. And as we said earlier, it's something for a guy to understand is that if God is truly, totally omniscient and sovereign, then he's allowing you, husband, to go through this pain with your wife, not only because you've already started getting help with your sexual addiction, not only for her benefit, but also for yours, because one of the main components of sexual brokenness we find is that a, that a guy doesn't really know how to feel for somebody else because no one ever taught him how to feel for himself. Mm -hmm. And so as your wife goes through these emotions, part of God's healing is by saying, now your wife is going to have really intense feelings. I'm going to help you learn how to handle those feelings so that you can feel for yourself too. Well, in our last minute here, what's the last thing you'd like to have a wife hear from you? If there's a, something of a blessing or something of just a an encouragement for her, what would you want to say to that wife right now? That you really do have a place of healing, that you need a place of healing, that it really isn't just about your husband's addiction. It's also about the one flesh trying to heal. It's important that you know that we also focus on you, mm -hmm. that your pain is important, that the journey is important, and that we want a place for you to be able to come to feel absolutely comfortable where you haven't anywhere else to feel exactly what you need to feel about this process. And the way you can get more information about Journey to Joy is simply go to www.journeytojoy.org. We are glad you joined us today, and we hope that God had a special word just for you. Remember that Healing Hidden Wounds and Shadow of His Wings Ministry are listener-supported, and all services are provided on a donation basis. If you heard something today that was especially important to you, we hope you will consider donating a gift. Please visit www.healinghiddenwounds.com to donate today. Now let it rain in my life and my heart Your love has done its part